0: Hello everyone, and welcome back, or thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the MindWealth Podcast, and my name is Chelsea. Get ready to sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about life for the next little bit. I look forward to hearing some of your stories and sharing some of mine, and talking through some of the problems we've all been experiencing lately. I feel like talking a bit about my journey is where we'll start. And where do we go from here? We'll figure it out along the way. But in the meantime, let's chat. Today we're going to be talking about a phenomenon called quiet quitting. Some of you may know about this topic, and others of you, it may be your first time hearing. What is it? Why is it important to know about? And what can we do about it? I would like to answer these questions, and more, from both perspectives, the employer and the employee. So grab a drink and sip as today's quiet quitting discussion begins. First, we need to know what exactly this new phenomenon is. Quiet quitting is something that has been going on in the workplace across the United States this year, as of 2022. Though aspects of it have already been in place for a while. It now has a name. Though we aren't sure who coined it or who started it, but the trend first became familiar to most people on the platform TikTok. Basically, this term means that the employee is doing the bare minimum of their job to get by. And why are employees doing this? To cope with what is perceived as unattainable or unrealistic working place requirements. Many people are feeling the need to quiet quit because they are feeling burnt out or stressed and no longer want to take up the slack that formally laid out on their job description when they signed their contracts. What does this mean? This quiet quitting phenomenon is currently putting front and center how much workplaces rely on unidentified contributions that are not formally a part of a person's job description, that the employees are trying to become more bounded in their efforts to maintain job satisfaction. They are no longer wanting to define themselves through their workload and instead creating space for their well-being. It does not mean that the employee is leaving their job, however. It just means that they're decreasing the work that they're going to do merely to what their job description has defined as their role and nothing more. It doesn't actually mean they're quitting their job, as the phrase would have you believe. Unfortunately, While in the short term, this might allow them to more easily move through their day-to-day tasks, in the long run, it can cause other issues. Specifically, things like lack of satisfaction, engagement, and purpose all become at risk. You can begin to feel as if your position is meaningless and that your job has no point. These negative feelings might ultimately cause you to quit-quit your job. What should you do instead? Many psychologists would recommend job crafting. Job crafting is where you take your job and you work it in a way that focuses more on your strengths and uses those strengths to make the rest of the workload more manageable. Specifically, the three areas that you should focus on and really delve into are relationships, perspective, and tasks. I would say that shifting your perspective is the most important thing. Finding a way to reconnect with the work that you do, because no matter what, the time is going to pass. You might as well find some form of fulfillment in it. Ask yourself a few questions like, What does my particular role cover in the company? Who do I help by doing my job effectively? How can I make my work here prepare me better for positions later on in life? What skills could be learned that could help bolster my resume for the next steps in the workforce? Really take some time and consideration to answer these questions, and once you've given it some thought, move on to relationships. Relationships within the workplace, and we aren't talking about the romantic kind, are vital to the operation of all business. How does your job help bolster these relationships? Where could you be building better relationships? Is there an area that you could be reaching out to others within the same realm of business and create relationships where there currently aren't any? These are just a few questions to push you towards creating better relationships within your workspace. So go ahead and think of a few more. Finally, we will look at the realm of tasks. Organizing your day into what you find the most and least rewarding. Can you adjust the amount of time that you are spending on the tasks, giving your day a more rewarding experience? Are there tasks that you could incorporate that you currently aren't doing that both interest you and would bring value to your company? Are there new programs you could be learning or that you want to learn more about that you are currently using? Sometimes employers are willing to pay for further education in your field if you're willing to ask. But even if your employer isn't willing to pay you to get an education, it doesn't have to cost you money to teach yourself. There are guides to just about everything on YouTube available to you now. All the things that we have just spoken about could increase your job satisfaction immensely and give you something to look forward to while you're punching your time clock. At the very least, it will keep you engaged and not watching the clock drag on. And that in itself will make your days move faster. This then raises the question for employers. Why are employees struggling? One of the major things that we could place blame on is technology. The ability to be in almost constant communication with your workers is transforming the 40-hour workweek into something much more, to the point where overwhelm can happen pretty quickly. Without the boundary of an in or out of the office, it's hard to draw the line on when you should start and stop working. The need to constantly be on is overwhelming and will lead to some serious mental unwellness. This could be dubbed the overload effect, one of the three main reasons employees feel burnout in their workplace. While overload is important to address and should not be tolerated for extended periods of time, short bursts can be really beneficial to a workspace. So employers should be managing their employees' workload and making sure that they are still within the realm of reasonable most of the time. Employers can do this by not taking on more projects than their team can handle and making sure that they are standard work weeks between the high load levels of work and possibly even suggesting some days off. The other two causes of burnout are under challenge and neglect. It is believed that these last two are really the root cause of quiet quitting. Why, do you ask? The lack of interest in your job leading you to distance yourself to cope with the day in and day out on the quiet quitting manner leads to cynicism and overall disengagement with your workplace. What can you do as an employer to keep your employees actively engaged in your business strategies? 1. Set expectations and revisit them often. When you're hiring for a role at first, You need to understand the scope and the hours the position will require. Providing a clear path for what the position is going to look like and entail will allow for greater ease of communication with your employee. When the workload becomes confusing or issues arise, it gives you a standard base to work from. 2. Create clear pathways for growth and mentorship. A huge part of job satisfaction is understanding that there is room for improvement. That there are some sort of advancements to be had within the company. Setting goals and attainable numbers not only allows your employees to see what they need to accomplish to move up or increase their pay or benefits, but allows you, the business owner, to ask for what you're trying to achieve through or with that employee. Building a vision for the future together and talking about their part in a, and their reward within that vision helps you to keep the morale high. Three, communicate your team's values. While things aren't always about money, when it comes to your employee, it is literally about money. And at the end of the day, they're exchanging their time for the compensation you provide them. If that trade is no longer valuable in their eyes, of course they're going to be looking for somewhere else to go. How can you combat this? You can make sure that your wages are competitive with the other local businesses in similar fields. You can give 401k incentives or on-the-spot bonuses. If you're not in the position to financially assist them, Making a point of giving them praise when they do a good job, or buying them lunch is another avenue of showing your team that you value their time and the work that they're putting in. 4. Flexibility Employees feel the most valued when they can work on their own schedules. This flexibility could be given to them in the allowance of organizing their day, or their week. As long as certain projects get finished, we don't mind what order they go in. Focus on judging your team by the product that they produce, not the hours that they spend in the office. It allows your employees the freedom of choice, and then they can organize their day in a way that is most productive for them. While quiet quitting has recently boomed in our culture due to TikTok trends and the re-examination of the work-life balance, the goal for everyone here is clear. We are looking to redefine our purpose, for both employers and employees alike, Now is a great time to take a look in the mirror and write down what you really want from your company. What are your goals? How can your teams align with those goals and get everyone into a better headspace? As always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you would like to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode. Feel free to follow me at mindwealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week.